Crystal Fry and Susan Price. And today's episode is Environment Matters. Now, we are not talking about your environment as far as pollution on the earth or like what is it, eco, was it eco friendly cars yeah. and things like that. Um, but we're talking about the environment that we place ourselves in um, mentally, spiritually, physically. Um, and how important that they are. So I heard something recently that really stuck out to me. It was by Tony Evans. And he was talking about how, um, like, if you're underwater and you're inhaling and you're exhaling, you're you're doing what you need to do to breathe mm-hmm. as humans. But the problem is you're in the wrong environment. You're not getting the oxygen that you need because you're not in the environment that you're supposed to be in to mm-hmm. operate. And so that got me to thinking about a lot of things and how our heart and our mind and the environment that they are in and the place that they're in really does matter. It's obviously like a mindset type thing. Um, And obviously, you know, for myself, when my mindset is not in a good place or my heart's not in a good place or my heart has become polluted with just junk, with um, like negative things, with pride, with hate, with anger, with fear, with doubt, with shame, things like that, it's polluting me. And then my mind and my heart are not able to focus on what they need to focus on. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today is the importance of our heart and our mind, um, but also the importance of environment and, and why it matters. So we're going to go ahead and dive into scripture. And I have shared this story with y'all before. We've talked about it, but it's the story of David and Bathsheba. Um, in 2 Samuel chapter 11, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I want y'all to listen carefully to the first few verses that I'm going to read right now. It says, In the spring of the year, when kings normally go out to war, David sent Joab and the Israelite army to fight the Ammonites. They destroyed the Ammonite army and laid sage to the city of Rabbah. However, David stayed behind in Jerusalem. So then it goes on to talk about how one day he had gotten out of bed. He was walking around the roof of the palace. He happened to look over and noticed a woman that was taking a bath. He found her very attractive. And of course, temptation snuck in. And so he sent his people for her so that he could sleep with her. And I'll stop right there. But I'll say it went downhill from there. Things did not turn out well for him because she was a married woman. And her husband was actually away at the war, which David was supposed to be at. So, so like I said in the beginning, it says, In the spring of the year when kings normally go out to war, David sent Joab and the Israelite army to fight the Ammonites. He stayed behind. So, he got in a lot of trouble. He brought a lot of trouble on himself. But, I will say that he wasn't where he was technically supposed to be. So, the environment that he was in in that moment in his life was not the right environment for him. Which then led to sin and to a lot of trouble that he was having to face the consequences of from that sin. And so, I know y'all have heard the phrase, oh, we were just in the wrong place at the wrong time. And I really feel like that does ring a lot of truth because when we're places that we know we probably shouldn't be, normally nothing good comes from that. And so, even with our spiritual walk with God, it relates the same way. That it is so important that our heart and our mindset are in the right place because if they're polluted with other things coming from the outside of the world and we're not guarding our hearts and our minds, then it really takes over and 
I don't feel like we're able to really focus on what we're supposed to be doing. So when you shared this story with me and you were talking about David and Bathsheba and you were saying that you were going to talk about how he was in a position to where he wasn't actually guarding his heart, but he was also allowing that environment to persuade him to do other things. Um, it couldn't, I started to think about my own environment that I have been in at times in my own life. And that environment at times has been very shaky, very rocky. As a child, I grew up in a very abusive household, which I've talked about a little bit. And my environment that I lived in was super un, on shaky ground, let's say. It was not on a, a firm foundation of God. It wasn't on a firm foundation um, of being in His Word and Scripture and 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 church and all that other stuff. And so, um, or even me having a relationship with God. And I can see how my own environment then really dictated things that I did mm-hmm. um, as far as you know, I rebelled a lot and I looked for other things to satisfy needs instead of looking to God. And And our environment that we are in and the situations that we put ourselves in really does play a huge effect on um, where we go and, mm-hmm. and how we go and what we do next. And um, in the scripture in Hebrews, Hebrews 12, 1, it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders um, and the sin that so easily entangles. Mm-hmm. And so our environments so can so much easily entangle us into sin, into temptation, into other things, which really plays an impact on our hearts and on our minds and how we see and how we view things as well. And so I don't know, it really took me back to think about as I grew up the different situations that I was in and how it really played a role into, you know, my heart for the longest time, how it played a role into keeping my heart um, chained down with bitterness and unforgiveness and all these other things. Sometimes what you're talking about with your childhood and the things that you face, it makes me think of like unstableness. Not saying you were unstable, but your environment that you were in was unstable. It wasn't trustworthy. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't what it should have been as a kid. It's not Mm -hmm. what kids should have to face. And um, a lot of times we're faced with that even as adults. And while all our childhoods, childhoods aren't the same and don't look alike, I think that we all can take something away from it. But I feel like this shows us the importance of of different things, too, because, you know, as a Christian, I had to make some changes. And and when I'm walking with God, I can't I can't be um, doing the things that I did before I became a Christian, like going to a club where partying and drinking excessively and, you know, just crazy, crazy stuff happening to the point where you don't remember it the next day. I mean, like, obviously, as a Christian, I had to let those things go because it's not good for me because that's not living the way that God has called me to live. And while I know we're all convicted of different things in different ways and he speaks to us all differently, I know for me to be in the right mindset that I needed to be in, and I've shared this before too, like I can only allow myself to listen to Christian music because I'm not going to lie, I've always liked rap music, but the problem is, is when I sit there and I take that stuff in it begins to do something different in me. And it seems like 
easily, I'll start little by little slipping away from God or, or becoming disconnected. And once I do it a little bit, it turns into a lot. And like listening to that kind of music and then other things fall into place. So I think it's just so important that what we do reflects God at all times. And I just really feel like, you know, we just have to be cautious and on guard because when our minds aren't in the right spot and we're putting ourselves in environments that are not safe, environments that are not reflecting Christ um, or us being Christians, um, it really messes with us. It messes with other people and it could cause other people to stumble when they're watching us and they know that we're Christians and they see us doing certain things or making certain choices. I mean, some people look up to you and they're like, oh, well, they're doing it, so it must be okay. And so that's something that I really try to think about too is just like the choices that you make when you become a Christian and things you have to change in your walk and the friends that you have to walk away from. Not that you don't love them and you don't care about them, but there's certain friendships that you can't maintain anymore because you know that they're going to get you in trouble or you know that they're going to lead you further away from Christ. When you're new in your walk with Christ, you need to be doing everything you can to stay close to Him and connected to Him as you grow and you learn and you flourish and you, you're nourished through Him. And so it's so important that we do those things. But, you know, we can also be a Christian, go to church, worship, praise, and pray, you know, while we're there. But is it just for a Sunday show? Or are we really going home and doing those same things? Because we're in a church environment, but for our heart and our mind, are we putting on a show? Because it's not meant to be a show. And so what our heart should be reflecting at all times are the fruits of the Spirit, you know, good attitude, positivity, um, the renewing of our minds. And so Mm -hmm. we really need to be focusing on those things too, because it's easy to go put on a show at church and worship and praise and, and do all the things that we feel like we're expected to do as a Christian on a Sunday. But if we're not taking that with us when we leave, then the environment of our homes aren't reflecting Christ, especially if we have children. It's not reflecting it for our spouse. And, you know, it's so important that we're focusing and doing these things, too, and not doing it for that Sunday show because our hearts really, really, really need to be reflecting God from the inside out. When you're sitting there talking, there was two points that came up in my head that I wanted to share, too, is our environment matters because our environment should also matter to those that we care about that are around us. Mm -hmm. And if our environment isn't healthy inside of our own heads and inside of our own hearts, our environment is definitely not going to be healthy inside of our homes. Mm -hmm. So it's very important that we take that environment of what we're putting inside of us to also be able to reflect onto those that we love around us. And that also goes on the outside of our homes as well when we go out. But that also that also was the second thing that I came and that came to my head when you were talking is that you know everyone's convictions are different and in that case of everyone's convictions being different if our environment is healthy uh, when people are come to us and they are convicted of different things, like say mm-hmm. someone is, you know, easily tempted by a drink and they get convicted of that or, you know, and they're around us and our environment is healthy, then that means that their environment in tune would, would be health, a healthy environment for right. them to come into. And so it just really matters and for us to focus on the inside of us, mm-hmm. what we are allowing inside of us what we are allowing ourselves to take in 
but also making sure that we're putting boundaries there for the things that are not healthy for us because our environments can easily be entangled by things that are not for us and before we even like realize oh wow like I'm getting kind of like sucked into things that could really easily wrap me and entangle me into sin we don't we don't realize it so we we need to kind of be in tune with what we want our environments to look like and how we want them to be impactful in our own homes so that we can place boundaries on things that we know like hey I don't want to do this or hey you know that probably isn't a place I really want to go because I know that I'm tempted in these areas um, it's really healthy for us to be able to that's wise that's wisdom to be able to discern you know what that is and so making those boundaries in that um, for our environment as well yeah want well, to share something personal for my own self and my family and you know it, it goes right along with this even though it's a little bit different is let's take electronics for instance so especially with kids doing remote learning right now the whole virtual thing um, computers phones whatever are not allowed in our kids rooms and it's because when they're in their room and they haven't had their this access at their fingertips they're more tempted to do things that they shouldn't do. They have access to look at things that they shouldn't. And I'm not saying that they would, but I'm just saying there's more temptation, more space to do these things. And so while it can still happen in a living room where we're at, I still feel like there's not as much leadway to be able to get into that kind of trouble. And so for me, and the environment matters there because we're keeping them in an open space where there's parents around when they're using these things, not in a bedroom with closed doors. Um, and that's what I've had trouble with because I have three kids at home. And they're all doing the whole virtual thing. And so it's hard for each one to pay attention when they're all on top of each other. And so it's easy to say, well, just go to your room and do it. While I'm not saying anything necessarily would happen, I don't know that it wouldn't either. And so for mm-hmm. us, that's something that a rule that we have in our house, boundaries that we have set forth in our house, because I know that I don't want them to be tempted to do things any more than what they already are on a daily basis. And so for us, that's an environment that matters to us is that they're in an open space with us around them. And so, you know, what you're saying too is when people come to us and they're seeing us and they're they're tr- trusting us and they feel like we're a safe place to be and, and to person to talk to. We should always be cautious, obviously, of what we're reflecting, but we always want to point them to what the word says too, because we always want to give them that biblical advice that is right and pure and honest. And that only comes from God. And, um, Proverbs thirteen twenty says, walk with wise and become wise, associate with fools and get in trouble. And how true is that? As a kid myself, hanging out with the rough group, I'm going to say rough group, but just like the cut up group, people who like to play around and cut up. And (laughs) I mean, like it was, it was fun, but Mm -hmm. when you're, you are, they always said you are who you hang around. And it really is true because I hung out with some people who weren't the greatest of people. I mean, they're probably great now, but like they're, you know, the things that they did, they were troublemakers and things like that. And quickly... I had that reputation because that's who I was hanging out with. Mm -hmm. And I always tell my kids that too. Like, I know you're not who necessarily you're hanging out with. That's not you. And I know you're their friend, but you have to see what it makes it look like because this is who you're bringing yourself to hang around. And so that too is an importance is because 
we need to be cautious of who we're picking to be our friends. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't love everybody because we should, but we have to be really careful and we have to be also cautious of what we're putting out, like I said, so that it reflects God at all times. But we just want to make sure that everybody else's environment is a safe environment too. And for me, my home is a safe place. And I always want that to be an environment that that is done right by God and, and by us because it starts at home, right? And so if we're setting yeah. those boundaries at home and putting those things in place at home, we're teaching our kids that as well. Well, you know, if you take a look back and, you know, sitting here thinking about, obviously, I didn't hang out with the best crowd some you know, some of my life either. And, um, but if you take a look back at it, I can see now being out of that environment, how that environment impacted the decisions that I made. Right. Like I can see now how, like, I would do things and make choices based on the people that are around, but I also did stuff and made choices based on where I was and what I was doing. Yeah. And so it it really does, you know, that stuff does impact you. But, you know, it's hard to see it. Like, if, if you're looking at it from the situation, it's hard to see it. Right. Looking at it back, I can see, oh, wow, that really did ha- play an effect. But I think it's getting to a point, honestly, where you can really evaluate your environment as you're in it. Mm-hmm. Because back then, like, I wasn't able to evaluate my environment as I was in it. I was just kind of going with it. Right. And I wasn't seeing it for what it was, and I wasn't stepping out of it. I really didn't have any discernment. I wasn't wise on what was going on. I wasn't in Scripture. I, d- You know, I didn't know. Um, but now, I can honestly, most of the time, and I hope, you know, it gets even better and better as my relationship grows and grows with Christ. But like, I'm able to evaluate my environment as I am in it. Like, is this good for my mind? Is this good for my heart? Is this going to um, take me somewhere better? You know, like, is this is this good? Mm-hmm. And, and seeing that and, and noticing like, oh no, like, I need to step out of this or I need to do something different. And so I think that that's, that's, growth in your relationship too and how you can see it as well is like if you're able to identify okay this may be a problem or this might not be good for me and you're able to set those boundaries that's such a victory to be able to celebrate because you know there was a time if you we all could look back and say man I didn't even notice it and Mm -hmm. I just kept on like just rolling with it you know yeah as kids too or teenagers it's hard hard to see it like you said hard to see it while you're in it plus as a child, you know, we're stubborn and you can't tell us nothing either. But looking back on situations from my I own self. stubborn. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, please. Speak you're still yourself. stubborn. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. But, yeah, like, I, I, you couldn't tell me anything. But now looking back on it, there's so many times that I have to be like, oh, my mom's right. I have yeah. to admit it. Never thought I'd find, see this day, but I have to admit my mom is right. So, like... And then now I'm a mom, and now I'm telling my teenager stuff, and she's like, you say that all the time. And I'm like, you'll understand one day. Mm -hmm. Like, you'll understand one day. But um, it is true. Like, we just have to be very cautious. And and, and like Crystal said, just really putting ourselves in a place of, we really need to be praying for discernment. You know, sometimes we don't always judge. And wisdom. Praying for discernment and wisdom. Right. You know? We need him to show us those things, because we're not always great on our own at doing that. 
And sometimes we may think something's okay and it's it's not okay. And so when we're seeking God consistently and we're walking with Him, you know, and He's given us that discernment to know what's right and what's wrong and the wisdom that we need, um, and we can act on that because I can't do it alone. I mean, there's times where I'm really confused and I'm like, is this right or is this wrong? Like, I really have to pray about it because obviously I don't want to make a choice that I know is wrong. But I also don't want to make a choice when I'm not really sure if it's the right or wrong thing to do either. And so, you know, just shifting our perspective, shifting our hearts and our mindset to align with the right environments with God and really just, you know, I I want to flourish. I want to grow. I want to continue to grow every single day. And I, I want to continue to just be able to be that person for other people and to help guide and direct other people too along the way to lead them to Christ and show them what it's like and how great it really can be to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. I agree. I was just sitting there thinking about that. Sometimes I feel like it could come off as being, especially if, you know, you're lear- you're new to kind of walking through these steps and, and forming a relationship with God. I think sometimes things can come out and be like, this looks scary because this looks not fun or this looks scary because this just looks like a lot all at one time and yeah and and it's really not it's it's not a scary thing and it is it is fun you know when you become in a relationship with christ you know you realize who you who you truly are in him and you're constantly learning that and constantly growing from that and and there's there's beauty in it Mm -hmm. and it just makes you realize and see yourself in a, a new light and a new form. And, and honestly, you can live in that freedom of, of being who you are. Yeah. Um, but most importantly, you can also live in that freedom of, of wanting to share that gospel with other people and share like the, the, the best parts of it. And that is like learning these new things and being able to grow in your relationship and then also seeing how, how you do flourish and how, how you do, um, step into calling and, and, and how God shows favor. And it's just, it's a beautiful thing, honestly. Yeah. So, I mean, like we're still learning. We tell y'all that all the time. We learn every day. We grow. Sometimes we backtrack. I mean, like it's a constant daily choice to walk with God Mm -hmm. and it's work. And we've talked about that before too, but you know, we're no better than you are. You know, we're all, all the same on the same goal, the same mission, trying to just live for Jesus and really just share his word with other people. And so we just want to challenge y'all to really maybe sit and reflect get out a paper and pen and just maybe write down like some things, a prayer or just, or just even things that you maybe question yourself. Like, is this right thing to do? Is this what I should be doing? Or is God calling me away from this? Because I'm not really sure which way to go with it, but I've kind of felt some conviction. I mean, obviously if you feel convicted by it, then you shouldn't be doing it. And I know that God doesn't confuse us at all. Like, we're not confused because of Him. And so He will give you the answer as far as if it's right or wrong for you. And just make sure you're listening and that you have your ears open, your eyes and your heart open, willing to receive whatever it is from Him. Mm -hmm. Because it does make your relationship with Him so much better um, and brings you so much closer in your walk with Christ. Okay, we'll end it with this. Evaluate your environments. Take a look at the environment of your heart. Take a look at the environment of your mind. Take a look at, like, literally observe your environments that you are in at all times. But evaluate the one that you're in right now, whether or not it be if you're listening to this and you're in your car 
Evaluate your heart and your mind, whether or not this you're listening and you're in your home. Evaluate your home environment. Is it a healthy environment? What are you doing in that environment to really seek the Lord? What are you doing to help your kids, you know, better know who God is? What are you doing? Are you praying? Are you are you worshiping? Are you are you leading your family to Christ? You know, evaluate that environment. Evaluate your environments if you're at work. Mm-hmm. Um, evaluate the environment you work. You know, you work in. See, um, see how that could be a better environment. See how your mind and your heart could be at a better place to help those serve you. Help serve those around you at work. So, I, you know, you said that challenge, and I, I would just say. Let's end this with evaluate your environment mm-hmm. and make sure they're healthy places and make sure they stay that way. I'm going to do the same thing for my own self. Like, I really know that there's some places that obviously I could let go of mm-hmm. and then give that attention to something else that God has called me to. And so, you know, this has spoken my heart as well and, and been something that's actually been on my heart for a while. And so just really thinking and reflecting right along with y'all and, and just seeing what God's intentions and plans are for us. So thank y'all so much for being here with us. Absolutely. We love every week spending yes. it with you guys. Um, make sure that you check out our social medias and also um, just let us know um, how we could serve you better too. We always are up for um, just email messages, prayers, whatever you may have, send it our way and we will talk to you soon. Yes. See you later. Bye. Bye.